Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Lakeisha Hudson Yildirim. And today we have the pleasure of talking with Mr. Russ Stamponik. And he is our math secondary ISS uh, for this district. And today he's going to be talking to us about the DCAS assessment and how we can use that to best place our students in math courses. So hello, Mr. Stepanik. How are you? Hey, Lakeisha. It's great to be here. Great to be on your show. Yes. So um, before we really get into how we can use this assessment to best place students, what is the DCAS? Yeah, so um, the DCAS is DODIA's suite of assessments that are given all grades K through 11. Um, we give interim assessments, we give summative assessments in ELA, uh, social studies is coming around the bend, science, so there's all these assessments that are given all during the course of the year. And what we're going to talk about today are the specific DCAS summative results, mm -hmm. which students took last April, May which is sort of the end of course test that we give here um, at DODIA to see how have they mastered the standards in their grade level courses. Great. So as far as math, uh, do we take these DCAS assessments in every single math, like algebra, geometry, or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. Until last year, we didn't take the DCAS in grade seven, but as of, as of last year, mm -hmm. we have DCAS results for six, seven, eight, Algebra 1, Geometry, and Algebra 2. Great. So one question that I have is, you know, they take these, you said, in a year, right? So what exactly are these assessments looking for? Great. So what these assessments are doing are they're looking at the priority standards of the course and additional standards of the course. They're looking at modeling, how students are doing with modeling and how students are doing with their math reasoning. So there are these four subclaims mm -hmm. on the test and students take uh, about 90 minutes to th three hours of assessments depending on their grade level. Mm -hmm. And all of those questions that they have are put together into a final score and students are given uh, a rating from one to five uh, one is did not yet meet expectations, and five is exceeded expectations. Okay, so it's pretty comprehensive. It's very comprehensive, yeah. It's not a perfect assessment. No assessment right. does everything. But in terms of a sort of a benchmark, how are students doing right now at the end of the year, this is a fantastic data point for us. So as a counselor, if I have uh, students who have taken this assessment and we're trying to think about, okay, where did these kids need to be placed? What's the best placement? How do I go about using the data that I get from that assessment to help place students optimally? Yeah, we're excited to have this data so early. Oh. Typically, we don't get the data till October, and it's really too late to do anything with placements. Mm -hmm. So to have it here at the beginning of the school year while students' schedules are still in flux is an amazing opportunity yeah. for us, for counselors, and for students and their parents. So I think there are really two ways that counselors could use that data. Um, mm -hmm. One is to take a look at the data and figure out which students might need placement in our math support classes. Mm -hmm. Any students who scored in a, in a one or a two that did not yet meet or partially met, we would like 
to consider those students as needing extra support. Mm -hmm. um, so at the middle school level, we have strategic math instruction for six, seven, and eight. And at the high school level, we have algebra one labs, geometry yes. labs, and sort of beyond geometry labs. Not every school is offering all those courses. Mm -hmm. um, so this is just one support option. But taking a look at those students who scored ones or twos, that's a pretty good indication that they should be in one of those math support classes. Okay. All right. And you mentioned that there were two. Yeah. The second one is we want to sort of reevaluate where students are on their acceleration path. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a, a fantastic acceleration program um, in most school. Kids can take accelerated seven, eight as seventh graders. And then in eighth graders, they take accelerated eight algebra one. And then they can go on to geometry as ninth graders in high school. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Acceleration doesn't work for everyone, though. Right. So now this is the first year that we actually have a grade seven summative test. Mm -hmm. So we can take a look at all of our accelerated seven, eight students from last year and see how did they do on the test. And so any of those seventh graders last year who scored ones or twos on that seventh grade test, they might not really be ready for that accelerated eight algebra one class. Mm -hmm. And that's a great conversation to have with the parents and their students right now to say, hey, you know what? You didn't do so well on that DCAS in seventh grade. We don't think you're ready for the rigors of high school because that eight algebra one is really a high school class. Mm. So that's a great conversation to open and maybe tweak some of those things. I think it's also great for high schools to take a look at some of those ninth graders who who have an algebra one credit for middle school, mm -hmm. but maybe they scored low on that algebra one test last year. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe they're not really ready for geometry. Maybe repeating algebra one as a ninth grader is a great option for them. Mm -hmm. And what I think is important to communicate to all these students about acceleration is that there's always another opportunity for acceleration in grade 10. So if they opt out of acceleration now in grade 10, they can take geometry and algebra two together in grade 10, mm -hmm. and then they're on track for for pre-calculus in grade 11 and AP Calc, AP Stats in grade 12. So this isn't like a final, you'll never get to AP Calculus. Right. This is just saying right now, acceleration didn't work for you. Let's take a step back, give you some additional focus on your grade level course, mm -hmm. and then we'll see where we can take you for your best placement for mathematics. Excellent. I remember being uh, in a school and having those conversations about the taking um, geometry along with because geometry is like a whole different beast. It is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so it is a wonderful place if you're wanting to excel. And maybe, like you said, you needed some concentrated effort um, in your math to get to that level beforehand. Tenth grade is a good place to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you've been given that real strong foundation in Algebra 1 mm -hmm. um, as a full year course. That 8 Algebra 1 course is great, but it's really fast, mm -hmm. and not everyone grabs all that they need from that course. Right, and that's okay. It's okay, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you made a very, um, a great point earlier when you were talking about having those conversations. That's a crucial piece, having that conversation with the student as well as with the parent, uh, because as we know, the final decision lies with the family. Yes. But making sure that they are making informed decisions, that we've done our part. And if they're like, you know, hey, we still want to do this. OK, 
But we know that we've done what we need to do in order to um, help them, like I said, make an informed decision about what to do. Yeah, and that's what's great about having the DCAS results this early in the year is we have a really strong data point in addition to their performance from last year and other kinds of things, conversation with teachers. But this is kind of an objective data point that measures how well did the student do on that course and we can make some good decisions from there. Great. So if a school counselor like wanted to know more or was maybe grappling with what to do with a particular student or maybe even school admin, could they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. On the Benelux side, contact me. Mm-hmm. On the UK side, uh, Ben Miller takes care of all the stuff over there. So that's great. Great. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time. Yeah, my pleasure. This is fun. Yes. All right. Thank you. Okay.